yeah. No. What? No. No, I'm not starting a show like that. It's disgusting. I didn't ask you how you wanted to start the show. How would you like to start it, Nicky Nick? Better than like, no one wants to hear that, dude. That's a solid. That was well done. I'm very proud of you. Well done, yeah. That's literally what you did. I did the, ooh. That was solid. No. You don't like the, ooh. You don't like that. You're not not that kind of guy. That's not you. You're not that guy. Nick, I am him, Nick. I am him. (laughs) Girl, you ain't. Welcome to Full Circle with Nick and Fred, your favorite podcast about the latest sports, hot topics, polls, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Nick and Fred. Da-da-dum-ba! I love that shit. It's such a good intro. Guys, season three, episode 26, Full Circle with Nick and Fred. I'm your host, Fred. I'm your co-host, Nick. And sitting alongside me here in the studio is Bowen, who won't leave me alone. So if you guys hear some squeaking today or some obnoxiousness, just know it's this overgrown puppy, and there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, Nick, how's the house coming, my boy? It's coming good. It's coming good, dude. Been doing some work on it. Uh, putting in a new toilet this weekend, hopefully. Ooh, toilets. Dude, is there nothing more adult than being hyped for like appliances and fixtures? Like, how excited are you for this new toilet right now? I am actually happy. Well, first of all, the one in there is gross for one thing. And two, it is leaking a little bit. So dude. we'll stop leaking, which will be great. But also, it's much nicer than the one in there. And it's going to be great. I'm hyped. Well, I, I, I want my own, you know, want my own. You're on porcelain throne, boy. Yep. You're on porcelain throne, boy. Um, what I said, pictures and appliances. I'm gonna make that a poll this week, guys. We got punch. Up, we got a bunch of polls up. Got some heavy involvement on the polls this week. Very excited to see that. Uh, a lot of like talking points today. Um, so it's gonna be a very minimalistic topic show, but we're gonna get into some heavy discussion here. And I think Nick's about it. Um, World Cup's wrapping up, so definitely sport oriented. We got a lot going on. Uh, Nick, first things first. I'm taking a break next week, straight up. Uh, work's been absolutely crazy. Just need some de-stress time. So you're going to be on with Brandon co-hosting next week, correct? Yes, me and Brandon are going to be I on co-hosting next week. I never called him that right. Brandon, Brandon. You always I call him Brandon. It, it, it annoys me probably more than annoys him for being on. I'm just going to stand with it, dude. It's Brandon Greenwood, guys. It's Brandon, Brandon. Greenwood. I'm not even going to give him that. He votes. He's psych. I haven't even heard of him since the last time he came on a visit. He just disappears. Doesn't even like, hey, Fred, how's life? You know, whatever. Well, have, you, have you reached out to him? Honestly, no. So that's See, every dude, this is so funny. Like, every time you say that, I'm like, did you reach out to them? And then you're always like, no. No. no I don't, I, you know what? In all honesty, like no BS is not even on the outline, but like I just haven't been talking to people recently. Like I, I'm just not making the first move on stuff. So I don't know, dude. I got a lot going on with like like that, like extended friend circle, like trying to figure stuff out right now. There's just I'm just like not putting in as much effort as I have. And there's a lot of people that have like fallen off my radar and I'm cool with it. Like if that's how it that's how it's gotta be, I'm not I'm not putting in all like I got other stuff in my life coming up and I haven't put in the effort and certain people still reach out, certain people don't. Whatever, you know? Um all I gotta say is, uh, you I mean you gotta make sure you reach out too, though. Otherwise, it goes both ways. And but yeah, that's what I'm saying, Nick. Ways. Like even like in the past, it was always me who initiated. Okay, it. No, that makes sense. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah, that should just frustrates me. Basically, the people that you, but there's only you reaching out; those people are gone now. And do you like better without them? Let, I think that'll be an interesting like topic point though, or like uh, poll. At what point in life do you just kind of like discard the people that you feel aren't worth your time? You know what I'm saying? Is that something that you phase in over the course of your like, I feel like high school, college, you make friends and then you get to a certain point in life where it's like, all right, now I have this, a certain amount of friends that like people are going to grow apart. People like whatever you meet new people, whatever. I, I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Does this make any sense to you, Nick? Can you relate to this at all? Yes. I think like once you're like, 
done with school and you're kind of like established in your career, you know, like say like example for you, you bought a house, you know, living with your girlfriend, you know, you're kind of more stable. Once you're stable, you know, not everyone you used to be friends with is going to fit in that, you know, like some people are going to work, work, you know, they're going to live in different places. They're just like being on different schedules and you're not going to be able to connect with them as much. And it just happens. Yeah. And I don't think I'm not necessarily like, like whining about it. I'm just saying that it's like, I'm going, I feel like I'm going through that now. Like it's just a phase Mm -hmm. in my life where it's like, you know, I'm in a town, my house is in this town. Like I'm going to start exploring this town, this area. And that doesn't include other areas. And sometimes I'm just like, work's just been busy and I, you know, the holidays have been around. So the free time I do have is with family and like really, really close friends. Um, it's just, it's, it's just really just kind of tricky, uh, to really extend that. So I'm going to, I'm going to weird like mindset with that. I might make a poll. Um, I'm like when you guys start like thinning down that friend list and just kind of getting y'all's opinion on that. But that's pretty much where I'm at. Uh, Nick on a complete flip note, there's this movie out my brother told me about, and I have to tell you about it. It's, it's a, it's a full circle Google it segment. It's called cocaine bear. Have you heard about this? I think I heard like cocaine bear, but I don't, I don't remember. So I've, I've seen a little thing of it obviously Netflix and all them have like zombievers and like these low budget corny ass, like horror movie movies. <laughs> um, but my brother sent me this clip and it's cocaine bear. And it's about literally, uh, like a historical situation where a plane was like a plane was shot down. I'm, I'm only going off the trailer. I didn't research this any further. I should have. Once I see the movie, maybe I'll look into it more and let you guys know. But basically cocaine ends up in the woods, a bear tears through it and there's a cocaine ravaged bear. And then they made it a horror movie, Nick. So it's like going around killing people and like attacking and stuff, but it's like by paramount pictures. It's a big movie. It's not like some scrubby, thing like ray liotta's in it <laughs> it's gonna be insane holy crap it's based on a true story yeah that's what i'm saying dude. i just read the oh my so like obviously in the real story the bear didn't go on like a rampage killing rampage kill people, yeah like, they like tweaked is, it no, wait that is crazy <laughs> i'm kind of excited to see it i kind of want to see it in theaters like i know it could it has the potential of being an absolute poop movie but i'm excited right now you, if you go one with zero expectations, like, okay, I might have just wasted $10 Nick, going to see this. It's going to be good. It is not coming out until, I think, 2023. Correct. So there's a fair chance we could see this together. I think it might. Is it say summer? Does it say it? February 24th, it releases. Interesting. Maybe Interesting. I'll see that yeah. week. Yeah, man, we'll figure something out. We got, I would love to see that movie, so that'd be lit. That'd be lit. Uh, but yeah, you know what I mean? So... I don't know. Just cocaine bear the movie, guys. Full circle. Um, what is it? Google it segment. If you haven't seen it, the trailer's out now. Also, side note, Nick, I don't have this on there, but you know I'm a huge Chris Nolan fan, right? Um, he did the Dark Knight. He did Interstellar, the director. Yeah, yeah. He's coming out with a movie that is literally about the development of the atomic bomb. Ooh, what's it called? It's called Oppenheimer or something. And there's a huge news article out that Barstool put out, Nick. He's actually trying, like CGI, Chris Nolan says, quote unquote, CGI won't cut it. We're going to remake the atomic bomb explosion. We're going to mimic an atomic bomb explosion for the movie. You know how he's big on practical effects. This guy's just going to blow up an atomic bomb for Dude, a movie? Dude, I, I don't think he can legally do that. Like, obviously, like that's military person that, like based. So I think it'll be some kind of explosion like recreated to look like an atomic bomb. But this is the same guy who, for his last movie, which was, uh, what was that movie that was like front backwards and frontwards in time? It was a mind fuck. Tenant. 
I believe the movie was called Tenet. He drove a plane into a building in real life, like a Boeing into a hangar for a practical effect. So Chris Nolan is on it. This guy's crazy, but I'm hyped for that movie as well. It's I think it's Oppenheimer, something like that. Uh, let me see if I can get you the title real quick. Would, yeah, is that something you would watch, Nick? Oppenheimer. Is that something you would be interested in seeing, Nicholas? That is kind of cool if you get to like see how they develop the atomic bomb. I just all his movies have been like super like visual, like James Cameron style esque, right? So like I feel like the visuals in this are going to be next level. I feel like the cinematography is going to be crazy. Also coming out twenty twenty three, but I'm super excited about that. And yeah, it's all over the internet. Christopher Nolan Oppenheimer recreates nuke without CGI. So I don't know what to expect. I don't know if this will get delayed, but the trailer looks like not very revealing. It's about the guy Oppenheimer is who created um, allegedly the, or the theorist, the, uh, theor- the physicist behind the atomic bomb. So this is going to be a fascinating uh, movie. I'm, I'm very excited about it. So you know what is also interesting, which I kind of think is cool. Um, I don't know if you saw this part of the movie is actually in black and white. It is, yeah. So, and that mimics, I guess, some of his old filming style. I guess some like Memento and some of his other movies were in black and white, and he's kind of bringing it back. I thought it was honestly somewhat like the whole movie, but you're saying it's a portion. It's not, yeah. Film is only partially black, being in black and white, but still, you don't see that a lot these days. Yeah, no, I'm super, super. I don't know. I, I just, I, I like, I like Christopher Nolan's work. The Dark Knight was like super serious. Like he, he can take trivial stuff and make it very serious. You know what I mean? Like, like Dark Knight was a very serious movie, even though it was very like, you know what I mean, superhero-y and stuff. It was just very, it was a very well done movie. And I thought the same thing about Interstellar. Like, oh, like, oh, we got to find a new world. A very basic concept, very trivial, but very well done so i'm excited about that Oppenheimer, cocaine bear probably gonna do some uh again some um polls this week guys are these movies you want to see if you see them i want to know if they're any good but again next year is the anticipated uh release dates so there's that um i know fred you realize like 2023 is only like 20 days away i know but none of them are being released like on the new year so it's going to be a couple months away no matter what what, i'm just saying though isn't that like crazy thing that's almost 2020 dude we're getting old it's it's mind-blowing i i just you know time flies bro that's all i have to say we're at them we're in the middle of december and it feels like to me like october right now like that's just where i'm at mentally you know some next level stuff uh nick holiday parties holiday parties nick have you been to any this year, like this season, this 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 Christmas season? Um, uh, no, not yet. I mean, I got invited to one last weekend, but I was actually sick, so I wasn't able to go. It was an ugly sweater party, but uh, yeah, so I haven't been to any yet. All right, well, I went to a Megan and Tyler's, which was fun. It was chill. It was a, it was super cold night, so we they did like bonfire. Uh, everybody, it was kind of like potluck style. Everybody brought like casserole. We were all chilling. Ugly sweater contest. Um, it was it was pretty sick right? It was pretty chill. But I have a couple things that I just want to like talk about on that. So as a whole, right, I'm going also, I got two more this weekend. My family's hosting like a Christmas this weekend because we're all busy around the actual holiday. And then um, I got uh, Hannah's on Friday, I think. So it's just craziness. But uh, would you rather attend Nick or host a, a, a holiday party and why? Attend all day. Because you don't uh- have to do anything? Yeah, you just well, you just show up. You maybe got to bring a dish or whatever. You can come when you want. You can leave when you want. 
But see, I feel like some people like really thrive. Like Megan and Tyler were so stoked for this. I know Hannah's stoked for hers. I really do think it's this Friday. She's stoked for hers. Like the people who actually host them love hosting. So like, you know what I mean? I'm just curious. Like for those kind of people, like I, I feel like it'll be more people obviously love to attend, but I'm sure there are going to be a few votes for those who actually genuinely like love hosting a party. You know what I mean? I mean, they, I'm going to say they definitely like hosting, but like, so like my mother used to host all our family uh, Christmas uh, holiday parties literally until this year. She finally gave up the reins and she likes hosting them. But at the same time, it's a lot of work to like set it's up exhausting. these parties. It is. Yeah. Not even just the cost. It's just like a lot of work in general, to like set it all up. You know, like think about it. Like you, you gotta, you gotta spend like a, like the day or a couple of days before preparing for them usually. And then if if you're just going to one, you just kind of show up. Maybe like go buy an ugly sweater one day, and then show up in your ugly sweater. You're like I'm here. It's me. Party time. That's fair. That's fair. My mom used to uh, host for Thanksgiving when we were like when we were living in Connecticut. Uh, so I've been I've been on either side of that. Uh, I think hosting is definitely a lot more work, a lot more work. But I just feel like some people are like born for that. Some oh, I agree. Genuinely enjoy hosting. So I'm going to make that a poll. I'm curious to see of our listeners who likes to host, who like to attend. I definitely think it's going to lean one way, but I'm curious. Um, the other thing too, Nick, and, I, and I, this is like a weird thing too. The ugly sweater thing for the Christmas season is, is tough. Like back in the day, you had to go to like a Goodwill store or Savers or, and, and, and it was like a treasure hunt, like finding the luck of the draw, you know, mm-hmm. can I find the ugliest sweater? Can I find the coolest sweater? Now with like Amazon and online stuff, it's like kind of like big. It's a thing now. So it's a lot more diluted, you know, like commercialized. I like have, yeah, yeah, commercialized. So I feel when you have these ugly sweater contests, it's like they're very personable and they're they're super common. So it's like I, I haven't seen one that's like blow me out of the water or I haven't seen it before or it's like utterly creative. So I don't know, like are ugly sweater contests overrated, underrated? Where are you guys at with ugly sweater contests? I think uh, just buying like a quote ugly sweater that looks kind of like cool. That's not ugly sweater. You got to find something either really ugly or a do-it-yourself thing. No matter what, even if it's been done before, a do-it-yourself thing, you get the credit. You tried. Everyone appreciates it. I respect that. I just, you know, like uh, like Megan's, for example. I'm going to call her Megan. She's probably not going to listen to this, so whatever. She had, it was like a Post Malone. I can't remember what exactly it was. It was Post Malone on Christmas, and it was like a play on words from Amazon. It was sick. But, like, it wasn't an ugly sweater. Like, it was cool, and I would wear well, that, it. That's my thing. Like, if we're talking about ugly sweaters, they got to be ugly, or it's got to be a funny idea. So, I know this has been done before, but I had I had two ideas for my ugly sweater party. All I didn't right, intend to buy two ideas. I'm listening. The first one, I it's definitely been done before, but I was literally going to tape a mirror to my shirt. For the ugly sweater guy, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, that's it, funny. I like it's that. been done before, but I was gonna do that. But then I was like, eh, I'm not sure. You know, I, I I don't really know all the people going there too well because like a coworkers. And my other idea was, um, I got this pretty ugly like a long time ago. I got this pretty. It's not like super ugly, but it's like an uglier sweater from like Goodwill, right? And I was just gonna literally tape. Uh, I was gonna like pin a pin a. I was gonna print out the word ugly just on like paper and just pin it to my shirt. I have a super, like, that was the thing back when they, you know, it was in our, I don't know how to explain this. 
in our lifetime, it's evolved heavily. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just in the past decade, it's evolved heavily because when people used to do it, it was like, like I said, going and getting like the ugliest thrift store. It didn't have, mm-hmm. some of them didn't even have designs. It was just like a brown, like, like knit hood. It was just gross, right? Like a knit sweater. And it was like, oh, that's, that's trash like that. And that would win. But now I think like, I, I guess my issue with it is the title doesn't work. In modern sense, it really is like the coolest or the funniest sweater contest. It can't mm-hmm. be an ugly sweater contest if the sweater isn't ugly. It's just where I'm at. I also think it's um, a little bit, uh, I think it's a little bit the fashion has changed in recent years. Because now in recent years, some of those, quote, really ugly sweaters from like, like back cool. even 10 years ago, it's like, oh, that's, you know, that's kind of cool. It's kind of retro. Trendy. Yeah, yeah. You I'm with what? you on that. I give you that. I think fashion has I- changed it. I agree with you. I think it shouldn't be called ugly sweater contest. Just call it best sweater contest or funniest best sweater, sweater or funniest sweater. I just think is more applicable. You know what I'm saying? I agree, Fred. You know what? I, you're onto something here. You're on. You're you're the first person to be brave and speak out about it. I agree with you. I'm just saying. I just it, it's driving me nuts because they hosted an ugly sweater party and we get there and I'm like, I would wear all these sweaters. These are not ugly. These are dope. And I'm so, like, why do we call it an ugly sweater party? Because that's what it used to be, but it's not that anymore. It has to change with the times, Nick. Nothing was ugly or were there any like do it yourself good ones at least? Nah, unfortunately for them, like it was too spread out. Like they just had their attendance was across the board. Some people came at two, some people came at seven. By the time some people showed up late, people had already left. It didn't really work out that way. Um, like I said, I got another one this weekend, so I'll let you know how that goes. But I, I don't know. Just, you know, I'm I'm feeling myself this week. And uh this is something that I, I witnessed and I uh I'm pioneering. So if you see a sweater contest at the whole home, it will be a cool or funny slash sweater uh situation it will not be ugly sweater unless unless i do an ugly sweater contest it better damn well be ugly otherwise you ain't winning i don't care how cool it is ugly you know I mean? or do it yourself how about that ugly or diy Cause, diy because my cause my family did one it was like two years ago and my cousin showed up and had a bunch of like bulbs taped to her shirt and had a bunch of like garland yeah. on her and it looked ridiculous and i was like All right, that's good. yeah well that's the other thing own up do a diy sweater party and then across the board everybody has to put effort in if you don't you're a scumbag like I just own up to like you got it. You got to bite the niche on this a little bit. You can't use ugly sweater to cover the generic. I don't like it. That's where I'm at. So that'll be another poll this week if you guys are vibing with that. Um, but yeah, Fred that's, is fired up about. This. I am. I just got. I, I've been really like honing in on like around me this week. Like, what am I doing? Where are my vibes? And this is another one, Nick. Okay, so I've been trying to like. Obviously, I'm a tubby boy. We all know it. Okay, and I'm not like fat, fat, but I'm definitely overweight for my for my size and age. Um, that's big. You say that. I'm trying to knock stuff down. I'm not going to go out on keto. I'm not going to go out and like eliminate my diet or binge eat or whatever the hell people do nowadays. My general goal, and I've said this before, Nick, okay, is to just like reduce like portion sizes, try to cut out some sugar. So Cass got me this freaking epic uh, Yeti water bottle thing. It's huge. I don't even know how much like weight it actually holds. Does it say it on here? doesn't say i don't know how many ounces this thing is whatever got a yeti water bottle because i like my water cold like we've already had this conversation earlier in the podcast cold water lukewarm water whatever room temperature water is better for you room temperature it's easy to digest i don't give a fuck it I is do, better for you water is better than soda water is better than soda in any capacity so my question nick i want to ask you this and i'm gonna make this a poll question as well how much water are y'all drinking in a day because Cass has one that's like marked and it's like almost like I don't know, 150, I could be like 1500 milliliter. I, I have no idea, but what it says on her bottle, water bottle is absurd. And like, for me, like two glasses of water is like an, like a step up. How much water are y'all drinking? 
Where y'all well, at with water? Talking about all all liquids or just water in general? Water specifically. How much water do you drink a day? Like you get a glass of water. You have water with dinner. How much water do you drink a day? Not like uh, mixed in with milk or like, oh, I drank some juice today. I'm talking straight water. How much water well, do you have on the daily? It's going to depend because there's some people who only drink water. So that's all they're going to drink. So I feel like it depends on you wore the question. But for me personally, I would say the pe- the, if I'm not playing any sport, and uh, I drink, I know I, I personally, you know, I drink a little too much soda too. I've been trying to cut back, but I probably drink at least four water bottles a day. Interesting. Four and water then, bottles a day. Like, a yeah. Fill, and then like if I'm playing like, like 16.9, like 16.9 ounces, at least four a day. And if I'm Ooh, exercising, shit. then I have at least two when I'm doing that. So like, I don't know, like six so, or seven. Like, again, I wish I could. All right. So like my hand doesn't fit fully around. That's how wide this thing is. And it's about, if I spread my hand out, it's almost two hands tall almost it's probably like 128 ounces i fill this maybe once a day like i'll go through maybe two full things of this and and half of it's ice well so it's probably like 128 ounces right yeah and i just i don't but like can't i've also heard rumors that like you can over drink water like really dilute like i I feel like that's a thing is that a thing you'd have to really really slug it you you that's gonna it's hard to do that so it's not something that, that like could happen. You'd have to like commit to that. Happening. You would have you you would have to be like crazy and just be like, I'm drinking so much water today. I'm I'm always drinking 15 water bottles every day, and then you that's how that's what would happen. Interesting. So yeah, I don't know. It's just this new thing I'm doing, and I you know I'm trying to be better about bad. it. But yeah, I just you know well I say that some days are better than others. Like you know like this like I said this work week's been rough. So I had like I I think I got like a four pack of Red Bulls, and I've already had two this week, and it's Wednesday. So uh, you know what I mean. Like, but again, that's not abnormal. That's a- not abnormal for my routine. Like that's just who I am. So I'm trying like instead of at lunch having you know soda, I'll have maybe juice and like mix it with water, like apple juice and water together, so it reduces the sugar. I'm trying to eliminate the sugar intake that's and trying. Terrible. Like, I'm trying. It's not that bad, actually. Like two, it, like two to one, Nick. Two parts apple juice, one part water. It'll it really. Oh, even, water. That sounds gross. You don't even realize like how much sugar is in that stuff. It's like it's really not oh, that bad. It, it no, just, you're definitely it right. Like I'm apple just, juice. Just for me, like ah, water down anything. I hate water down anything. How yeah. to see that? Me, it's not like that. It, it, there's a there's a point for me where it can be watered down, but there's other points where it's like, all right, I just kind of diluted it a little bit, and well, I guess. I'd re- that's why, like, I literally, as you know, I never get ice whenever I get my drinks. And that's because yep. I just hate water. I hate, I don't know, I just hate it when it waters down. So I, I get you. I get you. But Angry yeah, you know, I just, you know, Cass, Cass's water bottle is double mine. And she goes through, like, two of them a day. And I'm like, you're nuts. And then, well, you know, I got mine. And, uh, he yeah. also has a much more uh, active, active job. Active job. You, so Correct. That does, that does play into it, though. Yeah, it she's on her feet a lot. how active you are, you know? I agree. I agree. And me sitting at a desk, it's like, I feel like that's even more crucial that I try to eliminate those sugars and stuff where I'm not moving around as much. Um, true. Yeah, Very true. Know, Proud of you know. for doing it. I it's just I, I try to step in the right direction. That's all it is. I am. So you know, I get there all in one day. It's just gonna slowly happen. Yeah, and I think I encourage anybody listening to this too. If you're you're you know like you know thinking about it or like hey I really need to like you know shape up guys just a small shit. I don't care. Like just little things. I don't care if you walk to get mail every day and that's 50 feet. That's 50 feet more than you were doing. You know, take out one soda can a day. You'll be amazed. Like just little things. I switched to minis too. They make mini soda cans. Like you have a big can in front of you. You're going to drink it. You get the minis. It's like, all right, like I still got soda, but it's a hundred. I think they're a hundred calories a can versus like 200 or 300. Yeah. They're so. like eight ounces. Yeah. So, I mean, but you still get your soda. So just mm-hmm. little things, little things, you know? Uh, but yeah. Uh, Nick had a bunch of polls up this week. Coming off of last Ooh. week's show, and I'm ready to get 
into it. Ooh. Right? I know. I did a black background. Usually I do the colored backgrounds, the black backgrounds this time. Really, really uh, modern. Very modern. Uh, the first one I put up, Nick. Do you answer calls from unknown numbers? Because we had Nick, we had uh, IG Matt on last week, uh, Cornelius mm. there. So, um, <laughs> do you <laughs> answer calls from unknown numbers? Uh, options were always, never, or only if they leave voicemails. Um, we had thirty-one votes, uh, ten votes always, thirteen votes never, eight votes only if they leave a voicemail. So pretty split across the board there. I like it. Uh, yeah, for me, like all, I'm only gonna call if you leave a voicemail, I'll, I'll call back if it's important. Oh, that the ones uh, ten always. Who's always answering that number? You're a psychopath. Mine's either yeah, never like, or only if they. Yeah, uh, that I was the want... most second most votes. Why? I mean, yeah, like just let it ring. Hey, you know what? If you want to write this down for next week, Greenwood answered. He always answers them. What a psycho! What, what? a psycho! I I doubt that. Should I call him right now and see if he picks up? <laughs> Yeah, dude, do it, do it. Dude. No, no, because it's a random number. It has to be a random number. Can you get away with that? Yeah, star six, seven. All right, just keep, keep going on with it. I'm going to star six, seven. Though. All right, all right. I want, yeah, but if you can get them, let me know if you get them. All so right, all right. Keep going with the polls, though. All right, so next one up was, uh, have you ever, all right, so this was based off my Asheville trip with Cass. Have you ever gone out with strangers while on vacation? Example, you meet um, a couple at a bar and bar hop with them, which is essentially what we did. Um, I'm not even going to tally these votes because my math is trash. Eight votes, yay. Seven votes nay, so 50-50 there. Haven't but would, 13 votes. Haven't but would not, three votes. So I had four options there. I don't know why I put the nay if I did haven't but, haven't but, so I apologize for that. <laughs> but but yeah, uh, eight yay, so eight people have done it. 13 people haven't done it but would do it. Seven wouldn't do it No, and just left it at that. And thir- three were like, I definitely would not do that at all. So that's kind of how I rank it, but yeah. Um, haven't but would had a lot and I was actually expect, I hope you guys own up to that. I don't know if y'all are listening. Um, the people who vote, if y'all are listening on this right now, um, uh, when this releases, but own up to that next time you're out somewhere and you find someone with common interest, go out, talk to them, talk to them. I'm telling you, you'll be amazed at how amazing the, and how open the world is wild. Uh, next one up, Nick, do you judge restaurants based on how busy the parking lot is? 21 votes. Yes. Nine votes. No, that's, that's the common trend. Yeah, I mean, it it's a, it really shows you how busy it is. It just, yeah, it makes sense. It I'm makes sense. genuinely amazed that there's nine no. So the nine no's, okay, if you're listening to this, please DM me. Greenwood is another one. He wrote no. What are you judging it on? Yelp reviews? Are you judging it on their menus? Like, wh- what are you guys doing? You know what I mean? Like, what are you judging that on? That's that's the only thing you can see from the road. So I don't know. Uh uh, second to last poll ever seen homeless people in a private bathroom that shit got me bro seven yes seven yes 23 no seven yes i want to know more greenwood wrote yes he's in the minority on every poll this week i'm not surprised that's just crazy so maybe stuff to ask him about nick ask him about his homeless people in the bathroom experience um and then this one was based on matt's traumatic experience and also nick has been involved on the other end of this have you ever choked hard enough to need attention like needed intervention for your choking or um given the heimlich uh three votes yes they've given the heimlich eight votes yes choking so hard they needed intervention 20 neither zero both so more chokers than Heimlich maneuver givers and 20 have never experienced either or, and none have ever been through like choking so hard and giving the Heimlich. So 
that's a good thing. That's very promising, you know. Uh, but that's where we're at. So yeah, y'all be you know stay stay chewing your food out there. Don't be IG mad. Save your own life. Don't get wings in your throat. Uh, but that's it. That's all we got for polls. Were you able? To, are you getting him on the phone, Nick? Did you already? Call I'm him? trying to do it. He ain't gonna answer, dude. He's a lying sack of crap. That's what I'm saying. He's ringing he's, right now. Oh, I can hear it. Nice. <laughs> Come on, dude. He ain't gonna answer. He's gonna say he's at work, dude. He's he doesn't pick it up. He ain't gonna answer this. He's so full of crap. Your call has. Oh, been- oh, he's, he's a liar. He's a liar. Two, he's a liar. Zero, three. Dude, leave five, him a voicemail. Nine, Be yeah. like, you're a liar. Six, three. I'll just. I'll try six, to do it in a weird voice. Five, he doesn't know it. Available. The mailbox is full. And- <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yo, you can't. You can't make that. Lion sack. What a poop. scumbag, dude! Classic Greenwood, dude. I'm gonna call him Brandon from now on. Now, now I'm mad. I'm gonna have now, to call him out Brandon. for not picking it up. What a scumbag! Yeah, talk to him about next week's show. Uh, Nick, that's where we're at. We're almost halfway. Give us a fun fact, buddy. Where were we at? All right, Fred. Are you ready? So, as you said, the World Cup is is uh, actually the finals are I mean, Sunday. France versus Argentina. Mm-hmm. Correct. And uh, so I got some just general World Cup finals fun facts. Hit me with them. So uh, just I'm just going to go in general because I'm not sure if everyone knows. So the first World Cup, there's been a World Cup every four years since 1930. That was the first World Cup. And ever since then, there's been a World Cup every every four years except for 1942 and 1946 because of World War II. So this year, it's a France versus Argentina. And I believe that's the first time they're ever meeting, meeting in the finals. And France has a chance to be the third team ever to win it, win the World Cups back-to-back. Which, uh, yeah, it was only been done by Italy in 34 and 38. And it's been done by Brazil in 58 and 62. I was going to say, it'll be the first time since 62 when you put that together in your mind how long that's been. That's since yep. before my parents were born. So, yep. And then, and then Argentina and France are uh, one of only hold on, one of only six countries that have won the World Cup multiple times. So one of them will go into fourth place alone with three World Cups after this. And the are la- even though people don't really know this, I mean, I, some people. If you're a soccer fan, you would. If you didn't, if you're not, you probably wouldn't. But Lionel Messi has no World Cup to his name, correct? Not yet. Which is crazy because he's goaded. So that that seems to be like the the big thing right now is is can the goat get the last piece of hardware that he needs? Um, and then likewise, I mean, the other one on the other side, you got to give credit, Kylian Mbappe, um, the face of the French national team, twenty three years old with a possibility of two World Cups in his resume. Nuts, nuts. So they said that from the beginning, Nick. Uh, going into the, I believe it was the quarterfinals um, or the semis. No, I think it was quarterfinals. No, semis quarterfinals i don't know but they were saying every team basically had a narrative the netherlands mm-hmm. um i believe it was the netherlands had never been they're like argentina, the best country to never yeah, won yeah yeah uh argentina was looking like lionel messi is the goat and has never gotten one france is looking to repeat for the first time in over 60 years um you know what i mean what, what the morocco was the first south african team to get there right if they had won again uh, south africa uh, yes uh, first african team sorry um, but yeah, it was like, everybody had a narrative, you know what I mean? Croatia hasn't won, well, hadn't won it either. Going nope, in, they right? made to the they've finals been, last year. Runner up. Yeah. So just a lot of crazy narratives in this world cup. Super exciting to see Brazil. You're trash. Uh, Portugal, you're trash. You guys cost me. I hate you. 
Um, that's where I'm at. So I just I got a couple more. Yeah. So like there's been 21 tournaments held in total and out through all of them, a total of 79 different countries have appeared at least once and, um, 13 have made it to the finals and eight have won it. And the most is, uh, as many of you probably already know, the most is Brazil with five. Wow. Now, something that's even crazier for individuals. There have been 21 people that have won the world cup twice alone. Most of them coming from being on Italy in 34 and 38 or Brazil in uh, 58 and 62. But Fred, one person has won the World Cup three separate times. And that that is, of course, Pele. With Brazil? He won it with Brazil in 58, 62, and 70. Damn. Isn't that crazy? He's the only person to have won it three times. And only only a couple, only twenty people have won it twice. That's just crazy. I, well, the other thing is, legacy wise, he is uh, like he is the only human being that I know of or athlete in soccer that is considered either equal to or above Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Is Pele like Pele was a face of soccer for like a oh, yeah. generation, and then like our and then obviously the post generation and the next generation to roll in was Ronaldo. I would say Ronaldo and Lionel are the only two close to that legacy, right? Pele. There's been people in between. There's been people in between. Them. Okay. There's been, That's I funny. just don't know soccer enough to know them, but there are 100% have been people in between them. I don't disagree. I just feel like the, at the at the tiers, right? If you were to do like a goaded tier, I think it's like in that in that equation. Like they're definitely in the same conversation. Um, oh, yeah. They but, definitely are. Lead but on as somebody who's, out there. Yeah, but there's yeah, just, as, I'm telling you, there's a couple other people in that. In, in that. Oh, oh, conversation as well, I'm sure. Yeah. But again, as a moderate soccer fan, that's fine. I'm sure Brian, uh, our friend Brian from school, I'm sorry, like Ryan, uh, Ryan Whiting would be like pulling out their hair right now. But like Diego Maradona is one of them. Was I say Maradona was was he Argentinian? He was or? also Argentinian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I believe he was. Yeah. So uh, just a lot of like crazy. You know what I mean? And and then amongst that, you have like little like countries like Modric, right? Like Croatia or Landon Donovan with the United States. They never did big things, but in their own right, they're a legacy. It's but I I, I don't put them on the same level. It's just I don't know. Whatever. So. That's where we're at with that. But yeah, nice Pele, fun fact. Three World Cup. Three. I'm Only saying. one to do it. Pele, guys. P-E-L-E. Pele. Oh, love it. Um, Nick, that kind of brings me into this discussion. So watching the World Cup, watching multiple rounds. I watched the USA run. Obviously, they didn't make it. We did a pool. That's why I said Portugal and Brazil suck. I don't have any stake in that. They just happened to be my teams and they lost. Um, I want to talk to you about this. And I, I this isn't even like a poll for the show. I want your thoughts because you're a sports guy like me. You are versatile in your sports interests like me. Nick, what is the best sports sound ever? I wrote down a list of like stuff literally off the top of my head. I'm going to give you some examples. Maybe you can come up with your own. The NCAA buzzer, right? Right? Classic. The good one. The F1 engine, like the high whine of a uh, Formula One engine in motorsport. The mm-hmm. NFL theme song. Yep. Right? An NFL goalpost ding. When somebody kicks a field goal and it boom. dings off the boom, yeah, it's like a gong. Shit's sick. NHL goalpost. It's com- it's a yeah, ding. That one's, but yeah, it's like ding. ding. Yeah, it's like a metal ding. You have the March Madness theme song. That is one. That's good. Yep. That's up there. The golf drive. When you smack a good drive and it just blasts off the freaking club. A bowling strike, Nick. Yep. Yep. And a home run crack. Right off the bat, an Aaron Judge home run, whatever. I mean, freaking Derek Jeter home. Am I missing something? Yes, yeah, so I, I I will leave the the last one is my best sound in all sports. It is the best it, sound, but I will say it last. I got a couple other ones. That okay, you have missed Fred. 
that I think are good. A couple of them might be a little obscure that only I like. So this one, I'm surprised you don't have this one, Fred. When when you when you're playing pool and you break the first break, the pool ball is hitting each other. Pool, so billiards, a billiards break. Okay. Yeah. How, how do you not get that, Fred? You're a pool guy. Is I, that not a I am a, I am a pool guy, but it's not up there. I think because I play the game, like it just kind of over, like it just wafted over me. Whereas, like I've been to a hockey game and I've heard it hit the ding, and it's just like you know what I mean. And playoffs or something. I don't. I don't know. It's it's not on the same level for me. It's just not. But I feel that though. I feel that. I'm with you. Um, so a golf drive is good. What about when you make that golf putt and the pin isn't in and it rattles? So in? what about like a, uh, so, so, but you gotta be more specific. So a, a pin hit, uh, no, like when the you ball, make, ball when you in make the, the cup? putt, yeah, the ball in the cup, just on the cup, on a putt. no pin in, the pin is not in it. It just goes yeah, in and you know, that's satisfying sound. That's another one satisfying too. If you're off the green and you chip and you hit the flagstick, that's a decent, mm-hmm. that's decent. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's goaded though. I wouldn't say it's the best one ever. Keep going. What else you got? Just, uh, so I, when someone it? dunks a basketball and you have, have to be an inside, oh, the metal rim and it like snaps back. Yeah, and it's like, boom, and it's like, make that yeah. rattling noise because it, yeah, snaps back. that is always a great sound. Well, I was thinking about the swishing basketball, which is clutch, but like usually in a live scenario, you don't really hear. I'm trying to consider both, you know? I think, I just think I'm talking about the dunk itself when you, yeah, yeah, just boom. the dunk. Yep. Um, so I'm a big tennis fan. And when you're serving in tennis and there's a fault in the, uh, well, when you hit the net and they call it like a fault for the net, right? It makes a little ping noise that is very satisfying to hear. Okay. So a fault ping in tennis. I haven't then, heard of uh, that, but I'm going to be on the look for it. Fred, you play pickleball. I don't know about you, but isn't it the when you play pickleball, pickleball isn't that a pickleball. satisfying hearing pickleballs being hit? It's it's because guys, I don't know. I've I've already explained this on the show or not. I've tried to get into it. My boy Tyler, guys, is a brand ambassador. He's a fucking world champion. <laughs> Tyler Vanegas, look he him is. up. He's insane. Um, we, he got it, us man. into pickleball, and it's literally like playing tennis with a wiffle ball. So like it kind of it's got a denser hit to it. It's like almost like playing wiffle ball. Which Nick, that's another one too. A wiffle ball home run. Oh yeah, that's that's a good one. I I I, I don't Wiffle know. Balls man. Just make good noises. Wiffle balls just make good noises, bro. Because I'm telling I, you, I the, 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 when when you walk into some like whenever I show up to like pickleball, and people are already playing. You hear like, do 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 do, and you can it's hear it from a ways away. You don't have to see it. You just know what it yep. is. But I don't. The other one, like you know, I was kind of looking up, like like again, I'm a big hockey guy, so like hot like skates on the ice, but like carving the ice, I, that's pretty cool. But it's not often that you hear that. I'm I'm more focused on their like handling ability than the skating, if that makes sense. Um, I don't. I don't you hear know. though? I I yeah. do like that sound. That and then like for again for hockey, like a, a check, somebody smacks somebody in those like plexiglass yeah. boards and it like the rattles. Boards yeah, the boards rattle. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I you know, I'm only going off of what I've seen. I've been to a live football game. Um, that's pretty cool. I just, you know, there isn't much sounds in football aside from like the kit. It's not often the ball's not in someone's hands. So like it's a big deal that it hits the goalpost. Um in in football it doesn't happen often, to be honest. Um, so when it does, it's like and it's just a bellowing sound, Nick. Like boom. You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, I just, but do you have a go to what you said? You had one. You said yeah, I got two more, and like I know you're talking about more watching, but uh, I, I, yeah, I'm talking about more like playing too because I oh, play playing, a lot. Playing smart, okay. So this one I love. I love hearing because hearing the shoe squeak on a nice basketball court. I was thinking that too. Yeah, I love that. I love walking into the gym. I'm not even into the gym yet. I'm getting ready to play, and you just hear a bunch of squeaking. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'm telling you this. This is this is true, right? If you're if you're going somewhere new to play basketball, right, and they're already running in games, 
if you hear a lot of squeaking, that is a good sign. That means you know there's some good play going on. You're about to get some great runs. It's going to be a good time. There's going to be high-level competition. If you don't hear a lot of squeaking, I know. Side note, Nick, I'm going to jump in on this. I don't play a lot of b-ball, but I've been with you and during your events and your live plays, places like your like rec leagues and stuff. That also means it's a clean floor. If you oh, go yeah. somewhere and it's not, that means it's like dusty or like people be sliding. Like it's not as it's not as crisp, right? I agree. Yeah, that, that's a so, very good observation. Yeah, that's, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. And then for me, another one I should have put on here, but I didn't, Nick, because I don't know how many people follow this, like the Olympics and stuff. Obviously, I've never been, but that's the only time you see winter sports guys carving snow and ice, like like somebody slaloming in skis or a snowboard cutting through this ice and snow. I don't. That's up there on my list, man. Oh yeah, dude. Like, and they're nice snow crunch too. Yeah, like, like, just oh, it's just like you know when they're doing like they're they're like you know they hit a jump and it's all quiet and like like what is that new snowboard cross right where they put six of them down they're racing down the mountain they hit a little jump it's like you can hear a pin drop and then they drop back on the ice and it's carving and cutting and oh I just love that sound, dude. I love it. it it's a good one, but you want to hear. So what is your best? What's your number one, Fred? I don't know, Nick. I I, I really want to say the NCAA buzzer beater is one of my favorites, just because it's been like I watched. Mm. We, we watched. We watched that. We watched the um UConn run back in the day when they won that championship with Shabazz Napier. Uh, we watched that. I've seen games live at at, at Gamble Pavilion at ECU. I've seen like it just that buzzer just rings different if you're and if you're a basketball fan. And I, I just there's something about because not always does it have to be like it's it's, it's in every game, you know. But like it's. Guys, I don't think people realize how uncommon like a buzzer beater is. You know, like I to this day, Nick, remember UConn was playing in the American Conference at Gamble and they hit that it was double overtime against Cincinnati. He did a full court oh, yeah. I remember and going like, absolutely insane. I remember where I was too. Dude, it just like that, right? Was huge. I that was big for me, and I watched that live. Uh I wasn't there for the other one, but um Shabazz Napier back tap against Florida. Oh yeah. Like there's just too many you Kemba Walker and MSG like there's too there's too many good ones and I just it resonates with UConn to me which brings me back memories of home like it just I for me buzzer beater buzzer NCAA buzzer it's the same everywhere it's just it's not even the best sound but it just brings in the right the right energy so what's your number one Nick we already talked about it basketball swish but Fred there's a there's a there's two different kind of swishes in basketball right. And this one, the one I'm talking about is the one that you can hear when you're watching. So there's a swish, makes normal swish sound. But when you get the perfect swish, right? An absolute perfect swish. And this only happens when you're playing inside with a real rim, right? Yep. It goes in and swishes in the, and the, it's such a perfect swish that the net perfectly goes back and hits up on the little box under the, under the rim and makes a dunk noise. That is the best sound in sports. I'll give you that. I'll Do you know you what that. I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're trying. It has to hit the right angle, and it kicks the net back yep. on the way through. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. goes dunk. It's yep. a, yeah, the perfect swish. That is my favorite sound. Yeah. It is. It's it's it's, it's a hard swish. I don't know how to explain that, but it's a yeah. hard swish. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Basically, it's like a swish. It makes like the, it makes swish. the net net sound stiff. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, like you're breaking the actual net, which is in. I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Like the crack of the net. Yeah, but even like the, even so, you're talking about more in a playing sense. You can hear that again. And like you watch Mar- March Madness, if somebody hits a perfect three, like I don't know if I remember hearing this or not. I have to go back and watch the clip, Nick. But Villanova hitting the game winning three against UNC, I feel like you you can hear that. 
Oh yeah, you like when I'm talking about perfect switches, like those that you can hear, yeah. those are the best ones. Iconic, and and then they're just ugh, they just take they transport you. But yeah, I'm with you. So I'm gonna do mine, guys. I'm gonna put this up as a poll too. Is the best sports sound ever the NCAA buzzer? Is it a basketball swish or is it something else? And if it's something else, I want to hear what yours yours are. Maybe I'm missing something, but that's where I'm at, guys. Discussion point, kind of sports. We're gonna lead into more sports here and wrap it up. Uh, but Nick, give me your big sports story of last week, essentially Thursday night oh. football. Thursday night football, Baker Mayfield is back. Baker Mayfield, all right, so those who don't know, Baker Mayfield got traded to the Rams. For those of you who don't follow football at all, basically some uh, guy who's down on his luck got traded to my favorite team, the Rams. And two days before, he, he literally showed up to the Rams two days before their game on Thursday. He showed up Tuesday, and he uh, had a game-winning drive, and they won the game for him. And it was insane, and it was amazing. Uh, guys, I heard it here first. Okay. Nick Sawa is a selective NFL fan. He's a Rams fan, guys, which is the most diluted of all NFL fan bases. Listen here. Okay. Here's the thing. Before you get into your little, you know, Rant. spiel or whatever, Fred. Hot um, no, I just, had a, I just had a question for you. Who is the current Super Bowl champs? <laughs> is like right now? The Los Angeles Rams. Uh, okay, thank guys. you. Continue. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Guys, here's the deal. As somebody who actually follows football, and honestly, um, Nick, since we're asking questions, are you in fantasy football playoffs this year? Uh, I am not because my number one no, pick. That's it. I didn't need an explanation. Injured. I already got my answer. Thank you. So, guys, here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, I've honestly, I'm just mad because I I do watch like generic football. Like, I watch. I, I am a Cowboys fan, but I watch a lot of football. Okay, I really do. It's like the one sport that I can really wrap my head around. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like Nick loves NBA. Can't really get an NBA. It's just not a thing. It's, uh, like, football is up there. Racing is like, eh, like I like, I like it live more than I do TV. And then hockey is like my other, like hockey and football back and forth. Okay. But I don't watch other teams in hockey. I just watch my team. NFL Baker Mayfield comes out of Oklahoma state, uh, Oklahoma, not Oklahoma state, Oklahoma Sooners goes to, as a top draft pick to the Browns. Takes a couple seasons, develops. I mean, he's got talent around him. He's like, okay, they make playoffs, but they, they, they're they kind of considered still a disappointment with the talent they have. Uh, the dumb Browns, the dumb Cleveland Browns, yeah, I said, if you're a Browns fan, suck it. Select um, unconfirmed massage assaultist Deshaun Watson from the Texans and kick Baker Mayfield out. He's picked up by none other than my Carolina Panthers, who obviously they're like my second team. They're in my backyard, right? So I keep an eye. I'm excited. Baker Mayfield's mad. He's going to resurrect <laughs> his career down to Carolinas. We got a crappy coach, but we got DJ Moore, wide receiver. He's got a good talent. I think he can really turn around. We have Christian McCaffrey, one of the best prolific backs in, in, in football when he's healthy. I'm like, this, this could turn around. I think this is going to be Baker. I'm telling everybody. I think I even told Nick. I'm like, Baker's going to resurrect. This is going to be cool. This is going to be like a career breakout for Baker. He's going to show that he was the guy. Trash bag. Terrible guys, two seasons, almost a whole season in. I think it was one or two seasons. I'm not sure the amount there. I think two seasons. He gets waived. He gets waived. No, it was this year. He hadn't even made a full season, gets waived. He goes to the um, Rams because Matt Stafford got hurt. Don't know what the injury was, Nick. Do you know? Uh, Something's wrong with his elbow. It's been bothering him like all year. Something's wrong with his damn elbow. Matt Stafford goes out there on two days of learning the playbook. Two days. Which everyone's like, how is he so amazing? He learned it in two days. Guys, you got to remember that the other team only has two days to prepare for you being the quarterback as well. So it goes both ways. I don't want to... I, don't, I that mean... Argument, that no, argument no, is a mute no, argument. They're still preparing for the offense. It doesn't matter who's as quarterback. They're still preparing for the It doesn't matter who's offense. quarterback. It doesn't matter who's quarterback. 
Wrong. Dude, I will. No, when you're the defense, Wrong. you're preparing for their offense, right? It's say for some reason Matt Stafford was injured, right? Actually, they already knew he was injured, so they were expecting um Bryce Perkins or some other scrub. So they were just expecting the Rams' offense. Somebody who couldn't throw, so they thought it was gonna be yeah. run heavy, and then they got a thrower and it threw them all off. Also, who's Matt, Staff- who's, who's Matt Stafford's number one wide receiver? Cooper Cup was injured. He's not on the field. So they don't know where the ball's going to go. It, it was just as much as a Rams advantage as it was a Rams disadvantage. No, I, I'm not, not having this conversation. Adva- You're saying not- it's an advantage to be missing your best players? I'm saying it's an advantage to not know who your opposing quarterback is two, do- two days before the game. That definitely That's helps that offense. That's a awful take. That you're a t- I'm not getting that into That is a terrible take. Nick Sola, as a Rams fan, guys, would have you believing that. Are you making it sound like the hardest position to play in all of football, quarterback, he has two days to learn every single play. Because you have to know every single play as a quarterback, all right? You can't, it's not like wide receiver, be like, oh, I don't Wrong. know this one. Wrong. It was already, it was news released and rumored that he was calling out plays on, calling out players on the play, being like, do this, like yelling out to like Reynolds and being like, post route, like straight up and down. And they still, yeah, the defense should be able to stop that. The Raiders stink. Uh, the Raiders do stink, but I'm just saying it's not like it's the second coming of Christ, guys. It literally it, is. Like, you show up two days. We'll it see. Really it's been one week. It's the co- been one the week. Carolina Panthers stink. Bruh. Literally stinky doo-doo, stinky stink, <laughs> it, right? And they had him and couldn't do nothing with him. And then the so minute he comes to the Rams, awful. he looks like he's actually decent, which you've been hoping he was. And he has. It's just your team stinks. One week sample. Mark my words. Baker Mayfield, not back. Not back. Watch he had one good weekend. game against him this weekend. We, who are they playing this week? I forget. I don't even uh, know. I don't even know. Like dead ass. I don't even oh, know. The Packers are playing the Packers. I think it's Monday night actually. Yeah, they're playing Packers Monday we'll night. We'll see how he does against Jer Alexander in that defense. Green Bay is ass, and I will never support Green Bay, but I'm telling you, at least that defense is better than the Raiders. I, he gets carved up. I, I say, hey, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Uh, Baker Mayfield, two picks uh, under 150 yards uh, throwing. Under You're 150 yards be throwing. Upset when the Rams win. On. God, and they don't even have a running back uh, under 150 yards throwing two picks. Baker Mayfield, this this you're gonna this be looking did. like a goober. No, you'll see it here first, bro. Baker Mayfield not back. That's that. That's the sports discussion. Uh, Nick, you have one more thing in the NFL world before we get out of here. Yeah, did you see this? So Tyreek Hill, one of the best wide receivers in the game, was saying kickers miss all their field goals because all they do is practice for five minutes and go and play, play ping, ping pong. pong. <laughs> yeah, guys. I don't get it. I don't understand NFL and kicking. Like it, it, we all know, we've all watched the football games, whether it just be the Super Bowl or high school football. Like people know football, okay? How can you be a kicker and not hit your kicks? Like I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and to be honest with you, what the crazy part is, is it makes the ones that can do their job look that much more amazing. Like Justin Tucker is going to go down, and he should be a Hall of Fame kicker. He's the most single, like he's the highest points achiever for the Baltimore Ravens in their history. Right, because he gets three points for every kick he makes. So technically, it's a matter of time if you stay a kicker on a certain team. Like Vinatieri has got to be up there on the Patriots' all-time scoring like whatever. But because he's automatic, he's going to go down to the Hall of Fame. He's one of the most automatic kickers to grace the sport. But that's your job. Like your job is to literally kick it in. And I just—it's amazing that like we've seen the Bears in the recent years not make playoffs because their kicker sucks. You've seen important moments where the kicker just blows the game, and it's like that's your one job. How do you not? Do that. How often do you think kickers make their kicks? How, this season, how? What do you think? This the season alone, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it hasn't been as bad. I don't think. So, so what do you think it is? Hmm. On a percentage out of a hundred, uh, 
I would argue like 78. Yeah, they make 85% of their kicks. 85. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's fair. pretty you, good. Do you have I pretty, think people serious, like you are Nick? ridiculous to make, expect them to make every kick. They're going to miss some kicks. And some of them are going to happen to be in the clutch moments. You don't you don't remember all the people that made you never give credit to all the kickers that did make the big kicks. I no, I disagree remember. with that. I disagree with that. Because I do like I just said, Justin Tucker's made big kicks in big moments. Yeah. Harrison Bucker for the Twenty people money. have. Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, there are good kickers out there, Nick. I'm just amazed at how like little it is, right? Like I mean, there's plenty there's plenty of good kickers out there. But there's I, I I think that's the other thing too though like you get the praise you get the glory as a kicker like you get if you are the game winner you're the hero you're the but you have like I don't know man it's just, I also got to say like you literally just have to kick it how much can you really practice kicking it in like you it's not gonna it's nothing compared to the game you literally just have to make the kick and if you just have your kick down groove what do you, I think there is a way to practice for that. You have people rushing at you. You play in different wind conditions or you practice outside versus inside in a stadium where there's no, there is different elements to that. And I'd be very curious to Yeah, the wind is going to push it randomly. Like you you can't always play for the wind. You can't always play for the wind, but it would help, you know? I feel like you can get, you know, an idea of that. Or that's why they have windage flags, Nick. It's supposed to... Give you an yeah, idea. Have you ever seen the ball in the air travel sometimes is all of a sudden move way left or all of a sudden true, move yeah. way right? In, in Buffalo specifically. I you're think a Buffalo people kicker, give you're kickers not too much shit. People give kickers way too much shit. I don't, I just, I don't, you know what it is, Nick? All right, I, 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 wish, I wish I had a better way of like really clarifying my thoughts. It's the easier kicks, easier, right? If you're inside 30 yards, I don't know how you're missing the damn kick. I agree with you, and I'm pretty sure if you looked at their percentage inside 30 yards, it would be ridiculously high. I don't disagree with you there, but if you do miss it, you deserve, like, the biggest story this year, Rodrigo Blankenship for the Indianapolis Colts got cut after missing, like, three kicks in one game. You're a kicker. You missed, you fucked up your job, not once, but three times in a game. Yeah, you're allowed to get cut. Oh, yeah. I'm fine with him getting cut for not performing. But I'm just, you know, and it's like, you know, the Bears back in the day, I always come back to Cody Parkey, I think was his name, and I'll never let that go. The Bears make playoffs during the wild card round or some shit, maybe even the next round up divisionals. And Cody Parkey hit, I think, the upright three times in one game. You, you can't, that's, it changes the whole outcome. Like, double is, doink. You're almost debatably more reliant or more important than the quarterback in scenarios. I just, you need to be good. And I just, what do you think his career percentage is? But also, Nick, honestly, I'm very curious. I want to know this too. Why are there not as many X? And like soccer players or like, I mean, the money's got to be decent. I mean, not as much as millions you'll make for soccer, but like if you're on the back end of your soccer career and you've got a nasty leg, why not kick in the Because it's not as easy as you think it is. I don't know. What do you think Cody Parkey's career uh, field goal percentage is? His career? Yeah. Like including college and stuff? No, just NFL career. NFL career had to be still up there. 78, 80? 84.6. 84? Damn. What do you think uh, Justin Tucker, the God's percentage is? Dude, he's insane. He's the man. He's got to be up there. 92, 93? 91. Yeah, he's a guy. Pretty good, but not as much as you, not as high, not as, you as, high as you think. But I feel like that those that percentage point is that much more exasperated in a in a kicker in the NFL kicker setting. I don't know how to like you'll always remember the missed kicks, Nick. You'll always remember the missed Vinatieri's, the missed Janikowski's. Like I I watch kickers in the NFL. Like it's just when they hit it's big moments, you remember it, but you also like it it's un, it's an unfortunate occupational hazard that people are I will always remember Cody Parkey, no matter his eighty four career percentage, as the triple dink in a playoff setting. Like he's unclutched. That's oh, how yeah, people of course. see it. Well, there's people get un- unclutched for all like Nick Anderson. Orlando Magic is known for missing two free throws in a row in the 1995 uh, 
NFL fi- uh, NBA finals and they lost that game and lost the series. People argue the same thing about you. I mean, you, it's the same argument in the NBA at free throws. How, how can people miss their free throws? How, how can they miss their free throws? And, yep. and it happens in loud games, high moments. Like you don't know, you know, I don't know. I, I, I would argue the same thing. You could have a, a stupid high career um, field goal or uh, um, free throw shooter, and then when they fucking miss it in clutch moments, you're like, "What the fuck?" You know. But they don't. I don't know how to explain it. It's not the same. Like it, it, I don't feel like it is the same. It's close, but it's not the same level. It's not as I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You're right. It's not fair, but it's the na- it's the nature of the position. You know. Well, Fred, my last thing I will say on this topic is, like I said, kickers are 85 percent field goals this year. Tyreek Hill is only 72% on uh, catches for his targets. What a bum. What a bum. Kick <laughs> him out. Which is actually pretty, pretty good. It's just kind of funny. I saw his random set. <laughs> I'm guessing that's a pretty high statistic. But yeah, it's just funny. That's nuts. Tyreek Hill's still nasty as hell, though. Oh, yeah. Also, Nick, real real quick, as our, on our way out the door, real quick, and I won't even let you get into it. I just want to yay or nay. Do you feel that quarterbacks should be responsible for all interceptions? Um, they're not responsible for all of them. No, no, I'm just saying like, if, if you're in the NFL, if I throw, if you throw the ball to me, I take two steps and I like, like fuck it up or I tip it in the air, right? You throw a perfect ball and I tip it and it gets intercepted. That's an interception on your stat line. Do you agree with that? I mean, it should be on your stat line. Yes. Cause interception, but no, it's not your fault. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting take. Nick, so, no, I just got an email because I'm an LA Rams fan. I got emails from them and Baker Mayfield, NFC offensive player of the week. What's the song of the week, Fred? No one gives a shit. Uh, cocaine Jesus by rainbow kitten surprise. Wow. You're really into cocaine. Uh, this, uh, yeah, this episode, I'm just huh? vibing. Dude, guys, honestly, it's like a country song. It's got like Chris Stapleton vibes. It's a weird one. My friend Travis showed it to me, but I really like it. Um, it's not what you'd expect with the title. You'd think like pop or punk or something. I, Cocaine Jesus by Rainbow Kid Surprise. If you listen to it, let me know, please. Uh, Nick, what's yours? Bad Ooh. Habit by Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey. Is that an older song? 80s, no, it's 70s? a TikTok song. Ooh. It was famous on TikTok, a part of it, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's a really good song, though. You would Check it out. You'll like it. All right. I will definitely it. peep it, actually, for real, for real. Uh, guys, it's been real. Season 3, episode 26, Full Circle, Nick and Fred. Uh, Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Greenwood will be on next week with Nick. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Like I said, just need uh, you know a I'm just going to call him on the way out. Let's, let's just go. That's that. So we're going to, you know, Nick's got him next week. That's that. And we out. But yeah, peace. It's been real. I'll give him one more call, Fred, but roll the credits. I'm not rolling the credits. Let's see what you got. Give him a call. This man, guys, you don't understand. Like I will, I will record everything. Okay. Like this Nicole, man said he answers. Roll out the credits. This man said he answers. He answers these phone calls. He doesn't. Let's play the outro. Here we go. I, I, he answered. Yeah, but. Thanks for listening to this episode of Full Circle with Nick and Fred. Don't forget Hello? to follow on Facebook and Instagram oh at Full Circle Podcast for Hello? weekly goals and updates. Why didn't you pick up before? Who is this? Your mom. Why didn't you pick up before? Who is this? Why didn't you pick up before? <laughs> Yo, Yo, why did you pick up before? You said you pick up all random phone calls. You answer all numbers. I told you, Fred. I told you. What a scumbag, dude. I am at work. I was literally in a meeting. Get him on the show next week. He's full of shit. We're out. That's been full circle. We out. Peace. Pick up, bitch.